morning everybody welcome back to a walk in faith with t right is it s i'm not sure uh, <laughs> welcome back how are you how is life how is have you eaten i said i was going to ask this question and i'm asking, asking your family i'm not asking i'm asking the people that this is oh. podcast i know you you've not eaten uh, i hope you guys have eaten food and you people are doing very well and you have remained blessed so on today's episode of the podcast we have a special guest so this guest there ah he's a big boy we had to like i had to make appointments with his secretary book various appointments and he kept pushing me because he's a very important somebody but by god's grace you know god's favor is unending so he finally looked my way just want to thank god for that first of all I'm even sweating as it's beside me because it's, the this thing is too much. But because <laughs> <laughs> all these things are saying, I want to, I want to decline it. <laughs> so um, some of you might know him. He's in affair about lying university. A big boy. Let's just put it like that. I will not say all these credentials right now because. But welcome, Mister Abbott. Yeah, he's the biggest boy we know. His name is Shay. Shall I say hi? Hi. First, ladies and gentlemen, firstly, I want to tell to me in your front say, me she die all this tra tra tra. I'll say, no, nothing else, man. Jesus. It's a simple thing. Shaya, he has a BSc. According to him, he has a BSc in anatomy. Yeah. He has um, an LMB. I think that's that, that's the L- law degree. L- yeah. LMB. And he's currently working on his engineering yeah, I degree. I have half BSc in psychology. I and half BSc. It's not our mates. So, honestly, I'm, I'm, we're going to learn from him today. Check, if you don't believe me, check me on LinkedIn. Yes, <laughs> hey, okay, so on today's episode, we're going to be discussing um, walking in faith as... I don't want to use the word I used before because Mr. Shahir doesn't know the meaning of the word. But <laughs> he said millennial. <laughs> we don't know the meaning of the word, but he said he's not a millennial because he's like 40 now. Yeah, no. no Sorry, no. he's 27. 27. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, sir. Before somebody thinks I'm actually 27, <laughs> I'm quite young, but I won't say my age. You're 27. I don't want to push my future. So, wife. Which future wife? Uh, she could be among your, your fans. Yeah? Uh, wow, you think this, this is an advertisement? Yeah, any opportunity I see, I see it. Anyways. Anything. <laughs> so, we're discussing um, working in faith as a millennial, or if you don't know what the word millennial means, as a young person. As a youth, in youthful individual, in this time. Who's a youth? Are you not? Are you if not? You wanted youth, you should have brought me. You know how many children I have. Uh, you just said you are not that old. How many children do you? keep contradicting yourself. I have said that before. I said exactly. So next time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. Thank God. So um and the um effects of all the things that are happening in society on your working faith, social media pressure from friends the pressure to be cool you know to be a cool kid to not be hot because you know man's not hot it's what i did there <laughs> ah shayel laughed at my joke you guys so um so that's what we're going to be talking about today so it's basically straightforward and we're just going to share general experiences in our walks in faith so Mr. Shea, tell us your salvation story. Oh, ah, well, I did. 
<laughs> it doesn't have to be deep. Just tell us how you, how far you like your journey so far. Okay. Um, myself. Okay, starting from how I got saved and when I got saved. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember the exact day I got saved because you know, if you can take out my, my idea honestly is if you can take out time to remember our physical birthdays, you should also remember our spiritual birthdays. For mm-hmm. me. That's what, so I, not like it's by force. If you can. If you can, you should. So I, I got saved October 24th, 2014. That's when I, you know, understood that I was saved. You know, you know before all of us are used to going to the altar multiple times. Every Sunday, <laughs> I'm going to be born again. I'm born again again. You rededicate your life to you Christ. Dedicate every time. I took the dedication before I expired. You know, but that October um, 24th, that's when I understood that you know, this stuff is, is once mm-hmm. once done. So. Uh, Actually, the day I went for the day before I went for that meeting, my girlfriend at that then I was less to, she broke up with me. <sighs> so basically, Gasp. the girl broke up with me so bad I had to go and give my life to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the summary of it. But before then, I was addicted to alcohol. In SS2? Yeah, because I started drinking pretty early. You know. People that know me back, I was a dancer high school. People that know me back in dancer high school know that my, what, my water bottle I used to bring to school was never water. Are you a day Yeah, I was a day, I was a day school, yeah. It was never water, it was always alcohol and Sprite. It was always Sprite, because Sprite makes you know. <laughs> I shouldn't be giving you these tips. Uh, you know? Please don't, don't try this at all. No, you guys stop, I've stopped. Just edge <laughs> <laughs> so I used to, do, I used to smoke, uh, just stuff, you know, so I was doing a lot at that age already. But well, surprisingly, one thing I never really struggled with was women. Because I had three sisters, so mm. I always had, I always, um, I've always respected the feminine gender, you know what I'm saying, the females. As, as you should. Yeah. So, uh, so I got saved. You're never promiscuous. No. Never. Never been, never will be, not, I'm not. Yet, yet. Amen. Amen. So, uh, I got saved then. It hasn't been also, I, had, I had addictions, other addictions I've struggled with. What I'm not talking about right now here. So I got that's basically my observations to how I got saved, and how it's been so far. It's been full of ups and downs. It's been of course. Yeah, because I started. I mean, it's been six years now since I've been very serious with the work of God. Um, I I'm Can I mention the ministry? I, Sure. Okay, okay. I don't want to keep I don't keep this things in. So I'm I'm currently serving under Young Ecclesia Nation or in Young Ecclesia Nation. Again, it's a it's a youth ministry with young people. I started off as something just for teens. But a lot of us are getting older now and in our twenties, so it's just for youths and teens. So younger every every any, if you're shy young, come. Though we always wonder what we are going to do when we become old. Because the name of the ministry is Young Ecclesia Nation. You're oh, always young at heart, man. Some people, my dad is no younger, I'm so sure about that. <laughs> that you cannot understand when I'm telling you. So, yeah, it's been full of ups and downs. Serving, um, I started off really hot, you know, mm. there for every meeting and all that. Doing that, at some point, I realized that sometimes it doesn't stay on your own and just reflect on what yeah. God wants for you personally mm. at that point in time. That's where I am right now, to be honest with you. I'm not as available. As I was before to a lot of people in the ministry. So a lot assume that oh she has vaccinated or something and has forgotten the Lord. But really, that's not it. Because you yourself know the place you are at. You know? mm-hmm. Nobody can 
describe your spiritual state for you and where you are. So right now, just a place of understanding God's next step for me, where He wants me to be, the path He wants me to follow. You know, having a consistent prayer life, um, you know, studying the Word, all these things. There are struggles here, but there are things that must be done. You make our time for the things that are important to you. So making our time for these things struggle here yeah, but no matter what I have to make our time for my prayer life and understand the word. That was very deep. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story with us. I'm just trying to surprise you. I understand, I understand. Um as for me, my, my biggest struggle in my work with in faith has been um the, the pressure to be a cool kid. Because <laughs> because you see the the thing is that in our in this generation if you are not into certain types of music, if you are not going to parties, if you cannot do certain types of dance steps, <laughs> you are not cool. If you don't know the meaning of certain words, and I've been in that place in my life where I would say something that actually I shouldn't be saying as a Christian, as and somebody that is a Christian who would not understand, and I'd be like a hey, dead guy. Yeah. And and that was because I wanted to be. The cool person, like ah, when they're talking about this thing, just call, call her. She will understand. I had the best jokes. A very mean person. I'm still mean sometimes. <laughs> You're still mean. I'm, I'm not mean to you. If I, I wish I could upload our WhatsApp chat and Twitter chat to the. Social see, media. don't believe this guy. She's heartless. I'm, I'm, see, I'm the sunshine. She's terrible. Precisely. To me. <laughs> so, um, that's that's actually been my biggest struggle. And along that line, when you are walking, it's a very, um thin line between you being cool and then completely forgetting yeah. God. So I think throughout my entire university life, honestly. Secondary school, I was rebelling because I went to I went to a missionary school and we were forced we were actually forced to worship God. Yeah. And who and the excuse that time was when you force somebody to do something the person will not want to do it. So yeah. I don't want to do it. And it wasn't like I was rebelling against God. I was actually rebelling against the authority of my school. Yeah. Because we'll have Sunday service in the morning. Leave school by 5 a.m. And go and sit down in Kinaland Church. Till 6.30 first service. Then we'll come back in the evening and do Sunday evening service. Then we'll do Wednesday evening service for communion. Then we'll have Saturday spiritual development. Ah, oh, wow. And we did um, devotion morning and night every day in hostel. So that was like, it was a lot. And then we're not allowed to do certain things. If you are reading a book, then you are going to hell. If you have a crush, then you are, oh, you are demonized. You cannot have a date for, for SS3 dinner. You and your dates. You are following first class KLM flights to hell. <laughs> that's, that's how it felt for me. So in secondary school was that. But university was the pressure to be a cool kid. I cannot be invested. I don't have fun. I can't be invested. I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't say this. I don't... I wasn't doing anything. Do you know the funny thing? I wasn't actually doing anything bad. Yeah, I know you know. I just yeah, good to We'll come back to that. <laughs> but I was just that kind of friend that you come to meet to tell, oh, my boyfriend and I did. I'm like, oh, mad. I wasn't doing it, but I was just. I just wanted to be that kind of person. So, but it was. I didn't really understand. I want to say that. I would actually like to say that my salvation didn't hit me until this pandemic period. Which is why this pandemic was actually good. It was actually to me it was it was superb because I didn't really understand it until this pandemic period. 
and then now I'm looking back on it, I'm like, why was I struggling to be like what is the what is this doing to my life? It's not giving me money. And if it's money is actually very important, if you're not crediting my account, why am I stressing for you? Then I was stressed to be on good terms with friends that actually were adding anything to my life, spiritually, academically, physically, emotionally, just baggages. And then there was also this thing of letting go of the things of the world. Like I have to stop listening to Bonaboy. I have to stop listening to Beyonce. And the reason you have to stop listening to the songs to me is because it doesn't actually edify your mind. It doesn't edify God. And then half of the time I'm thinking about making money or thinking about something sexual. And it's just it just clouds your mind with baggage. So that's that's how it's been for me. But it's been glorious this pandemic period because. I found that it wasn't as hard to let go of those things because I focused more on God and I, I let him take control of everything because obviously I cannot do it myself. And sometimes I just cry that I see this life, I didn't want to walk alone. Just hold my hand. I follow you. <laughs> I love it is for me. And I'm just like glad that it's, I don't know. I'm just happy. I'm happier now than before. Even if now I'm now more aware of all these bad bad people in my life that are trying to follow me in my dreams, but cut it, cut it, yeah, cut it. that's the idea. <laughs> Anywho, so have you ever had like any pressure to yeah. be a cool kid? You know, yeah, naturally the coolness comes to you. Nah, man, nah, there's no pressure. Try to you know be very spiritual. At the same time, also meet up, meet up to people's standards. What they expect you to do this when you go out with friends, expect you to do this or do that. Oh, wow. get down with this girl or do this I'm like nah okay. stand, stand your ground and all that sometimes we have to say oh more you, you, be, you be who's this one call you different ones that I cannot see on this podcast okay so talk about like being a so yeah um, well I feel like there's a way to balance it mm-hmm. like I've learned to com- compartmentalize my friends huh? big words yo big words Words have been heavier than my mouth. She had to slow down because he said it in syllables. I have my guys and I want to just chill. I just like maybe talk about what's, what's trending on social media or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can talk to them. There are people, but the people that are closest to me are the people I talk about the word of God with. Mm. God and then the spiritual And they also people like, like work, you know, people talk about schools and all these things. You know. So the all those compartments, that's where it has to come in. Knowing how to create time for all these people. Mm. You, know, you don't know the connection you need one day. Sure. The connection you need might not necessarily be in church. Yeah. You know what I'm so that's why I don't throw away people. Like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good at getting post numbers. But, one, but that's when I know that person is not useful to me in any way. Like, after, when I, when I finish my exams, I just... My phone is lighter now. I just want to thank God because I just treated ah, <laughs> it was freeing for me. <laughs> Some of you listening to this, your phones are heavy from useless numbers. Just go. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't help everybody because yeah. I just treated a lot of numbers and I just felt I was holding excess baggage. Like weight was taking up. Exactly. So I, I think it's actually really, really important having friends that you can talk to about your faith because they can relate, can actually relate, and it's good because. You can now help each other. You have somebody yeah. that keeps you accountable and all that. Yeah, you guys can go together. Hmm. So, do you have any advice for us? 
on how to grow, how to keep up with God. I do know that I have this, there's this thing that I'm currently struggling with, and that is um, compromising. I tend to try to compromise. I have a date. I have this, I always try to think of it as a date because every time I'm about to pray, I get butterflies in my belly. And God is constant with the butterflies. So there's no other person giving me butterflies in my belly. I shall find it some way. So when, when, when I know I'm about to pray at this particular time, I get excited. But then, because the devil is very funny, he will now bring up something that is just extremely interesting. I will now make it, if I go to pray, if I'm supposed to pray by 12 a.m., something will happen by 11.45. I will now, like, not pray by 12. Yeah. And it's okay, I'll pray by 1. And I'll pray by 2. And I realized recently that why should I be pushing God for something that can actually wait? Or something that is actually not as important as, as God is. So that's what I'm, I'm currently trying to overcome, trying to... Um, pushing things or pushing God for things and putting God first in everything that's like really really important to me right now and I know a lot of people struggle with like waking up the first thing you do is check your phone for mm-hmm. text messages and all that but work in progress baby steps baby steps and the good thing is that God is not expecting perfection from us I like, to, I like to say that God, God will accept you with the pimples on your face. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's a very, very great to put it. Because even with all your flaws and your bumps, and every time you fall, He will still help you stand. Yeah. And it's actually a very merciful God. And we don't deserve it. No, we don't. Not one bit. So. Yeah, Shay was about to give us a few yeah. tips. And you know, a grown man. A grown man. With lots of children. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I haven't done it all. I haven't even gone far. But the people that have been doing this for their whole lives, you get mm-hmm. 20 years, 30, 40 years in this thing. You know? mm-hmm. With little experience, everyone has some level of experience and you could help sure. anyone with it. I said, what I can say is, you know, for people that are just trying to start up their spiritual lives and everything, what I would say is, don't be religious, be spiritual. And the funny thing... Mic drop. <laughs> the funny thing, I saw that statement in a place where, honestly, I didn't really expect to see it. Mm-hmm. In the place where I saw that statement. I saw it in... I don't know if you guys remember Utu Machuku, that one we got out of it. Yeah. yeah. I saw it in his Twitter bio. When I saw it in Twitter bio, I was like, it's actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Don't be religious, be spiritual. Now, the thing is about... Now, I'm saying the difference between the, between the two. The thing about being religious is religion comes off as a job. Yeah. And Christianity is in a job. Christianity is not religious. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. But the funny thing is, people, a lot of people don't realize that God, there's no way in the Bible that God called us Christians. Even, even Paul himself never even called us Christians. The only one in the Bible where you see the word Christian be used is, you know, when I was in Antioch, when the disciples were doing, they were basically healing the sick, preaching the word. So the people in Antioch were like, oh, you guys are Christians. You are behaving like Christ. Like Christ. Because that was Christian being like Christ. So and the people in the Antioch then were able to call them Christians because of the action, because of what they were doing, the style mm-hmm. of life they had, their lifestyle. So Christianity is more of a lifestyle than, than a religion. It's a life, something you live in, live out. That's why the statement is be spiritual and not religious. When you're spiritual, you're in a mindset of that every time. In a consciousness of that every single time, not that only when you're in church, you're doing the week Monday to Friday, there's something else completely. Okay? 
that there's a zone you should always be in, knowing that God is always with you. Yeah. People, you know, people, people feel that, oh, I did this yesterday, God has left me. Yeah. Bible says that you live with, as in the book of John 14, I believe, yeah. Jesus Christ said, He'll give you, there's going to give us a spirit that will abide with us forever. The Bible says somewhere else. I'm not the best to remember verses. There's also that like, God never leaves us and forsake us. I think that is Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12, mm. if I'm correct. God never leaves us and forsake us. No matter what you do, no matter where you are. There's nothing I would like to say. A Christian, even if you're in a club, God is still there with you. But I don't know what they find for closure, but that's between you and your God, child. You're not really concerned. But no matter where you are, God loves you. And there's no condemnation. And there's no condemnation. Yeah. Okay. So no matter what you do, He still loves you regardless. Like, I think it's Romans 8, 35. Mm-hmm. Nothing can separate us from God's no, love. Okay. Romans 8 is actually beautiful. Very, and that's like... Just bullets. Go and read it, you guys. It shows like this. Yeah, so, I guess the first thing I'll say is get the right message, which is the gospel, that God loves you. He has paid the price for you already. So all you have to do is receive what he has done for you and believe in him. That's really clear. The right message for everyone. Then get the right message and want to experience God for yourself. Yeah. Don't depend on someone else. Don't depend on someone in your family at all. Because I won't believe that all oh, since especially my family is spiritual, so I can probably yeah, I that something like that. God doesn't have grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> someone else's spirituality does not trickle down to you to through your family's driven. cover you, man. My granddad is one of the most spiritual people I know. I can't depend on him for anything. Else yeah. So that's basically how I say then. I'll say, do things at your pace. Your pace. Do things at your pace. I would say this: don't force yourself. Don't force anyone. Just do things at your pace. Don't let anyone put pressure on you. Because we have, we actually have different parts in life and in Christ. Exactly. Some of us are going to stand on the pulpit and preach 24/7. No. Some of us will just do basic evangelism where you just you know, preach to a friend or something. Yeah, everyone has different parts, different ways they need to go about this. You don't have to try and be like someone. Do things like I honestly, I was at that stage of my life, I was trying to be like someone every time. I felt like, oh, I have to copy this person now. I must be like this guy. But I realized that everyone has a different way that they have been called by God. Don't try and force it. Because if you force things, you get frustrated and give up on this work with God. Yeah, because it becomes a chore. It becomes a chore, exactly. Comes in job and yeah, just get so tired. There's no money in it, so you're like, what's the point? <laughs> Honestly, there's no money in it. Everything we do in the kingdom of God, in terms of ministry. I, I feel like that's that's a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people just believe that because I'm in Christ, money will just be falling. No. And Bible actually says that we will go through trials like every other person in the world. I believe that yeah, you can depend on God for. But Jesus was. Quite good. Jesus had he enough. Suffering. He suffering. He had enough. The Bible said he had enough to feed himself, feed the disciples, and people in the people that used to come to them. He had enough to feed. Jesus had so much that to multiply food. Jesus, Jesus just... stole from the guy. <laughs> wasn't affected. <laughs> Jesus, Judas was stealing from the Baba. Baba said, Abek. He was still just. Like, but he knew Judas was stealing. You from get the to see his expression as he's talking about. We need to convert this podcast to a YouTube channel. <laughs> well, I'll start one, but someone needs to buy me ring lights and try post them. Uh, go for me accounts <laughs> for try post and ring lights. Tommy alone can do that. Ah, anyway, so okay. thank you, Shay, for being on this episode of the podcast. I was just entering my ah, you're just entering the spirit. You can come for another one, it's not too late. Oh, Calabogia, my god, it's not fair. Here's the spirit, you guys. Okay, so thank you for joining me today it was a blessing trust me and i pray for you that the anointing of god will never drive on your head 
don't have not hate. <laughs> yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast and I hope you were blessed and you could relate to even if there's only one sentence that you heard from everything that we have said. And I hope you be, you were ministered to in some way. We're not pastors, but I try to relate. Well, I'm not. I share could be. We don't know. She has lived many lives. I'm not a pastor. Yeah. You're not a pastor yet. I don't even I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see any, any of God calls me. Exactly, that's it. Yeah, So um have a blessed week. Have yeah, if you, yeah, please I wonder if you if there's any questions, there any questions that you have on Yes, yes, yes. My IG handle is it's underscore share. My Twitter handle is it. He's not looking for wife or he said yeah. or no, not not looking for wife. <laughs> you said Instagram is what at underscore. Yeah, at it's underscore share. It's underscore share. I just go and look for Mister Abba to find. No, that is IG. That's IG. I, sorry. Twitter is basically the same thing. Just an extra underscore in front of the it. So if you just it, search share yeah. or Kunji, you will find yeah, you it. Yeah, share, so, so. alrighty. Thank you guys for listening. Right. Share say bye. Peace out. Catch you guys later. Later. Oh, yeah. Later. <laughs> bye. bye.